Hello and welcome to Shivo versus the First World. I'm Sheila D. And I am Evo Terra. You're listening to our podcast about the reverse culture shock we've experienced every day since returning to America after three and a half years living overseas. Today's topic, your place of residence, specifically renting a place to live, and even more specifically, the horrible switching costs associated with moving from one address to another. But before we trigger you with thoughts of packing, hiring a moving company, or finding a friend with a truck, a word of thanks to both Mike and Isaac for following through on last week's treasure hunt. Thanks for sharing screenshots of your listening app as our show was playing. Hopefully, it made more than a few of your friends curious about this whole podcasting thing, which I really think is going to take off. So, moving. It sucks. Which is probably why, statistically speaking, you've probably lived in the same place for a very long time. Moving sucks. At least it does here in the West. But in developing nations, it's kind of a breeze. We'll tell you more right after we pay a few bills. So just so we're clear, there's really no bills we're paying with this. It's all free. (laughs) Become a patron. Listen later on. But now that we're talking to ourselves or to each other and not our listening audience, honey, um, I want to give the audience a breakdown of how our whole story began, because not everybody has listened to the various incarnations of our show over the last five seasons. Five years. <laughs> so here's the basic process. We sold everything that we owned to go travel the world for a year. We left with two suitcases each. That was it. That was our whole thing. So after our first year of traveling was over, we got a condo right away in Bangkok where we we literally moved in with the clothes on our back. Yes. That was it. The suitcases, two suitcases. Set them down. And there we are. That was our first experience moving overseas. And I got to tell you, it was kind of great. It what, was awesome. What all was in that place, honey? So it came with a bed, um, a desk, chairs, a table and chairs for the dining room. It came with a refrigerator, a couch. I don't think that one had television. It, it had a television. Phone. Uh, no. Yeah, it actually had a phone. We never used it, but I had a phone. Where was the phone? I stuck it up above the you know, where everybody sticks to stuff they never ever use. You know, above the fume hood. Really? Over, yeah, yeah. I had no idea. I don't think I ever saw it. Yeah. Had a beautiful balcony. I think that was it. I mean, it didn't. Well, it also had sheets. Oh, it had sheets and it had dishes. It had the basic dishes. Two places, two place settings. It was literally move in ready. Right. Show up with nothing more than a couple of suitcases and you can be living here with everything that you need to go. A washer. It had a washer. Well, yes, we did have a, a clothes washer as well. So when we talk about fully furnished, it was fully furnished. I will say it did have a two burner stove. Which not all of them had. Um, that is true. We'd have a little bit more for cooking. Right. That's right. So some of the places yeah. didn't have a full kitchen. This right. had full kitchen, full bath, yep. everything we needed. Now it was tiny, wasn't big. We had to buy a couple things. I mean, we had to buy our our own food and stuff like that. And well, of course, um, 
like soap and stuff like that for the washing machine. And we had to buy our own towels and a drying rack. For- but again, we had we had towels because we'd been traveling. So we right. did have our little microfiber towels. Yep. But you don't want those every single day. So no. yeah, there were some things you needed. Yep. But still, it was ideal. I mean, again, we, we could moved, sleep in there that night. We slept there that night. We moved in with two suitcases and were fully in the place. Right. That was it. Yeah. It was super, super simple to do. It that. was also postage stamp sized. Well, like I said, it wasn't a very large place, but nonetheless, it, right. was, uh, it was. It, it, it sufficed for it. It certainly got us what we needed. Oh, it was definitely decent for, for what we time. needed. Yeah. Now, when we moved to our second condo about eight months later, mm-hmm. that was a, a little bit more effort because, mm-hmm. as you just mentioned, my love, yes. we had purchased a few things. Yeah, right. But I, but still, it wasn't bad. I, we had, you'd bought a bunch of clothes for work since you yep. had a real job and had, had to go and look presentable every day. I did. You know, living out of the suitcase was fine for a year. But I this- don't have to work. Yes. That's There's not a big, big deal. We had bought uh, those lovely Thai pillows, which, you know, weigh like 15 pounds. <laughs> they each. do. Very, very heavy things, but they're very, very cool. We bought some food, yep. all these things. And that needs to transfer to our new condo right. with us. So I hired a moving company. We did. But I think it was like... 800 baht. It was next to nothing. It yeah. was like 20 bucks for the, for a couple of guys to show up, move the handful of boxes down. Yep. Funny story about that. The day that we were moving out, you you were at work, so you had nothing to do with right. this. I did it all. That's when the elevator in the place was having broken. problems. <laughs> it wasn't actually broken, just that it was breaking throughout the day. Oh. So we decided to do everything in boxes by hand Ugh. down. Luckily, there was floors? like... Five boxes. Yeah, there wasn't a lot. That was yeah. the good news. So yeah, moving experience. We've all had bad moving experiences, right. but just so you know, mine wasn't all that bad because it was six flights of stairs, but with like you said, five or six boxes, right. and then we were and we were done. So we get to our new condo, also full fully furnished, but slightly different. Yeah, in what way? So it didn't have sheets. No, we had no. We had we had a, we had a bed. So let's 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 break down what we did yep. have first, and then we yep. cover that first, right? So now we moved into a two bedroom place yes big bed big nice comfy bed yes uh, unlike the first place right because the first place we didn't talk about how the bed was not comfy Comfy. we had to go to ikea you might pronounce it ikea listener (laughs) it is pronounced ikea in thailand to buy a mattress topper but that wasn't the case in the new place right nice comfy beds two of them yes big one for us smaller one in the other room yeah we had a built-in shelving in the living room. Built-in shelving and, also in all in of the bedrooms. all of the rooms, yeah. yeah. everything had its own. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a TV in the living room. Another television, yeah. TVs come with Couch them. and uh, footstool slash coffee table-ish yeah. type yeah. thing. We had a table Dining room table with four chairs this time. Yes. Fancy, yeah. Well, we had right. more room. Yeah, it's a, it's a much larger room. condo, yeah. right. Um, but this had, one didn't have any... Any of the things you'd find in the cabinet. So we had no dishes. Right. We had no pots and pans. And now, luckily, we had already made some purchases of at least of the pots and pans from right. the last place. Because you're picky. Yes, I'd like to. I have to cook with certain things, and so that's right. the way that it works. And a bigger fridge. This one had a bigger fridge, which, which was easily nice. fit all the food that we had, and then we had extra room for that right. as well. So that was a little bit more of a move in, but still, it was like two minutes. trips. Yeah, two trips of these guys, and they were done. Right. It was easy. It was super. Super easy to... And so nice to not have to worry about, oh, will my bed fit in this room or will my couch fit? Right. 
Do I need to buy anything else? Right. Like nothing. We don't do any of that. And you worked with, I don't know what, 20, 30 teachers who were Mm -hmm. also from somewhere else. 35 foreign staff who'd moved to Bangkok. Mm -hmm. How many of them do you think or do you know also lived in furnished condominiums? Uh, They all did. Well, no, not all of them. Any of them that were moving into their own, like buying their own property. Okay. They didn't. Um, so those that are long-termers, they right. have gone down the path of saying, no, I need to buy property. Right. And so that means you have to buy all the other stuff. But for the rest that show up for right. the typical foreign teacher yep. living somewhere else for three to five years, less, more, yep. whatever. It's nothing. super easy. They just simply show up again with suitcases and move into their place, right. which is yep. awesome. It is an amazing experience. And that it, it feels like you're traveling to a, a hotel you're going to stay at for a very long time. Yeah. Right, exactly. that's a pretty pretty simple, simple way to do things. Now, let's compare and contrast it for a moment back here Ugh. in America. Now, by my count, my love, you and I have moved 14 <laughs> times in the 30 years we've been together. Uh, and I likely right. have missed one or two. <laughs> I was going back down, and some of that has been... You know, started out in apartment living. Mm-hmm. We've had one, two, three, four houses, which we owned as a part of that. And now right. we're back to apartment living. But in every single case of these every roughly two years that you and I have moved somewhere else, we've had to either bum a trailer off of friends and hard work off of friends right. or utilize a moving company right. that has cost Hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Of dollars. Because yes. sometimes those moves aren't just across town. And even when they are across town. Right. It takes at least a day. Right. At a minimum, one day of moving and unpacking. And then probably, if I think about it, a week before to prepare for well, the move. Well, that's a week for you. For me, it's about a month. Packing, getting <laughs> right. things ready, and move. I mean, we're we're good at this now because we've good. done it so many times. You were amazing at it. I'm just good. <laughs> you were amazing at it, but it is a gigantic pain in the butt. Right. But we still do it. We do. We move every two years somewhere, and we don't even think twice. I mean, we we don't. No one likes it. Nobody says, "Oh, I'm looking forward to packing again." Right. That's just that's, people that are weird to think that way. Right. We we simply don't think that way. We just like to move. We do. We do. <laughs> we punish ourselves. Now we, we have to. We have. To, I should stop. You know, we're we're kind of abnormal. We are. Well, I don't know if we're abnormal. We certainly have friends who don't who hate it so much, or maybe they found the perfect place that that don't right. move all the time. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe it's just us. It's weird. Maybe I don't know anybody else that moves as often as we do. We do move a lot. I get bored. I wonder if condo livers and apartment livers, do you move a lot? I don't know. That becomes a question. That is. You know, for us, it's a yes, right? Even, right? even if we're buying houses, we still move quite a lot. So That is true. We should know. But. Back on our topic. Back on the topic of conversation. <laughs> you know, it is it is a pain. We have these giant truckfuls of stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. when, when, when we do it, when we did it, different situation now. When we right. did it previously, even for a two-bedroom condo, it's still a 28-foot truck that right. has to show up to grab all of the things right. that we have and package them in a way to get them moved to a certain spot, right? Yeah. And I was thinking that the reason that happens is because, you know, 
we've been on the planet for a long time. We've accumulated a lot of stuff, stuff. and that continues to happen. But I'm thinking back to the very, very first time yes. that each of us moved individually. Your first move was when you left home, and we're going to put that in air quotes for a moment, and went off to college. Okay. So I want you to think back when you were leaving mm -hmm. to go from Oklahoma City to going to Stillwater to go and live your first year on campus. I had a footlocker and a suitcase. That was it? I'm pretty sure that was it. A footlocker and yes. a suitcase. Yes. And that's what you moved in your dorm with. Yes. Which is kind of like what we moved into Bangkok with. <laughs> right. Did it feel to you like you were moving into, did you have that experience? Like, holy cow, this is about the same amount of stuff I brought with me when I was 18 years old. I think I referred to that first place as a dorm <laughs> it room. It was a little dorm-like. Yes. yes, it was. But I'm wondering, it was the experience of moving <laughs> in, was that what, what I, predicated that? I hadn't I hadn't thought about that, but probably so. Hmm. I mean, there just wasn't a lot of stuff to, to bring. Right. I mean, I had things to put on the walls and things like that in my dorm room. So that was that, what was in the footlocker, I yeah, guess. Right? Yeah, and some clothes and stuff like that. But, Which was in your suitcase. Yeah. Yeah, but I didn't, uh, you didn't have room. You didn't have like huge closets or anything like that on campus. So it's not like you could really bring a lot of stuff. You had dressers built in and things like that, but you seriously didn't have a lot of room. When you made your second. Oh, I had a typewriter. Wow. When, <laughs> when you made your second move. So from the dorm to your to place? My to my place, right. Well, not to your place, to our place, because we moved into a new place. Yeah, but it was mine. Um, what, I, I don't, don't think so. I don't recall what you... <laughs> was it a big move? I mean, did I did I help you? Did I go up there and help move? I don't think so. I think I brought it all down. But that Good. was back when you had the truck, truck. right? You had yeah. a little Toyota Love pickup truck, mm -hmm. and you just put stuff in the back, and that's how you moved in. Yep. Now, I did, but I didn't have anything because I was living in a dorm. So see, you were already prepped yep. for this. Yep. Now... You. Me, on the other hand, when I moved out of my parents' house, I was way too cool to live in the dorms. Of course you were. I got an apartment. Uh, yeah, I've been, I was at that apartment. And that apartment was an unfurnished apartment because that's what you get right. in America. So I had a trailer full of crap <laughs> that I brought from my parents' house. Couches, yeah. a desk, mm -hmm. a, a table and chairs, all of the things that you need. And my roommate. Right. Also moved there from the same exact town. He had a trailer of stuff yep. to go put in his room and the other half of the living room. So this was for me a brand new experience okay. of moving in quickly and efficiently. And boy, howdy, you liked did it. I like it. I want to do it again. Okay. Because um, we're thinking we may move next year. But I want to do it with two suitcases. <laughs> I don't think we can do that. <laughs> I want to walk out of here with two suitcases. That's my so, that's my goal. So let's talk about when we move back. Yes, moving back right. from Thailand with nothing. Right. Well. well. <laughs> yeah. See. So even here is where it it the Western mentality kind of crept up on us right. because while we did arrive back in America with you know two suitcases right. each, carry ons. Yes. We also put five boxes on a slow boat, a literal slow boat from China. Right. 
to come back to join us here in America. But, Five, 20 kilograms, 100 kilograms of stuff we had acquired. But part of that was clothes. Yes. Because I had clothes made at the tailor for right. like $15, I could have yeah. a skirt made. Very cheap, right. So we brought- So it didn't make sense to trash that right. to come back here. Right. But then we also had acquired some things we that did. we liked. We did. Some from our travels and things. But when we, one of the things I had planned on when we moved back was we'll just get a furnished condo when we move back to Phoenix. Those, we found out, are hard to find. They are. I did look at some, but nothing that was, nothing that was fabulous. Nothing that was, nothing stood out to me and said, yes, this is where you need to be. And beyond not just standing out, one of the things we spoke of is that when we were looking for apartments in Bangkok, mm-hmm. the assumption is that the condo will be fully furnished. Right. That is the assumptive move. If, it is. If it is not, something will be said. You will notice in the photos that the place is empty and bare. Right. Where here in America, we moved into an empty shell. Right. Sure, we had uh, the items that we cook. You know, we had we had a fully not a fully stocked, but we had a refrigerator. Right. We had a the the furnishings you would expect to be in the kitchen. We had a washer and dryer. Yep. Because those are oftentimes, but not always, included here. Mm-hmm. We had plumbing. We had electricity. <laughs> <Thank goodness. laughs> but it was empty. We right. had to bring stuff into it. Yeah. Because we had literally nothing. And now, when we move, we will have to bring Pack stuff or or get new stuff. Right. Maybe that's what we should just do. Just get new stuff every time we move. Okay. Because that's, that's not cheap. Right. It's it's better to move it. Uh, however, what are we doing with furniture? We're renting this furniture. Yeah. Because we didn't want to buy. And that's the tough thing is because back to what you said originally, it's great moving to a new place in Bangkok because you don't have to worry, will your couch fit? Right. There is no such thing as your couch. Right. The couch fits. fits. It's there. <laughs> right. It's already and, there. And almost every unit in the condo has the same decoration, the same couch, the oh, same yes, they're table all, they and are, chairs. That was all, all set it. up when the place was built. built. They said, we're also going to furnish everything. So yeah, right. we need 700 of these white couches. Right. And that's what's in everywhere. And yes. when it goes bad, and they do go bad. Yeah. They have they go 700 more. Right. They go buy more. <laughs> Always looks right. the same. Yeah, it was really nice. Yes. I'm I'm a little nervous about when we do leave this place and our lease is up with this furniture, how we're going to do that. Because going to buy an entire condo, even just oh. a little two-bedroom, two-bath condo full of furniture Ugh. is not a cheap endeavor. So, And then how do you stage that? Ugh. They're going to come pick this up on one day. And do we have everything else delivered on the next for like <laughs> i don't know logistically it's not in my head yet how that's gonna work this is why donna has lived in her condo for the last 74 <laughs> years hi donna <laughs> okay so clearly we have some experience to draw on here as we answer the question are the high switching costs of moving in america things you embrace about the first world Does it embarrass you that this is an accepted part of Western civilization? Or is it so bad that it makes you want to escape back to a developing nation? I think my reaction thus far has been pretty clear. (laughs) Yes. I hate moving. I have always hated moving. I unfortunately fell in love with a woman who loves (laughs) moving, and it's one of the many crosses in life I have to bear. But I got to tell you, it was really awesome. 
yeah. when we were doing it in a non-Western developed nation. Right. And so I am going to say it has to be an escape. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, I'm embarrassed by it. I certainly don't embrace it. I guess I have to embrace it, but I wish it was simpler. I really wish it was simpler. Yeah, and I, I really do. About about every year and a half, two years, I start getting a little itchy to move. I'm already a little itchy to move, as you already know. And so um, I'm dreading having to think about how to manage everything, how to manage the the transfer of furniture back and forth and having to pack things up. Even though I do it well, I just, it's stressful. I tell and you, so let's, I, let's I'm move embarrassed. Back. Let's move back. So can we take the granddaughter with us? No, oh, that's the kids. Not really sure. <laughs> hey, before we wrap things up, a quick reminder that a great way to show your love for us and the show is to tell a few friends about us. So please keep sharing those screenshots of you listening to our show. I'm also very okay with you taking over your friend's iPhone and subscribing them via Apple Podcasts, or if they've got an Android, nab that and do in a quick Google search for Shivo versus the First World, and you can add our show to their home screen. But the best way you can show your support for us is by becoming a patron, and you can do that at shivo.wtf slash patron. Some patrons are eligible for special gifts, like early access, with your very own private feed, where you'll hear exclusive and uncensored bonus episodes, like the one we just recorded, where we talked about International Podcasting Day and something called Siglerfest. We've sent handwritten postcards and even care packages we picked out just for our biggest fans. We really need to revamp the page, but you can still sign up at shivo.wtf patrons. Please? Yeah, pretty, pretty please on that, since we, you know, really don't do furnished condos in America, and as you heard, we're renting furniture for this condo. And of course, I think it, we're paying more for that than we'd paid for our entire rent in Bangkok. That's not true. Shh. And thank you for listening to Shivo versus the First World. For past episodes and easy ways to listen, just go to shivo.wtf slash podcast. And if you want to engage with us on social media, Cool. We're just about everywhere. I'm Sheila D. And I am Evo Terra. We'll be back next week with yet another adjustment to your first world problems. Cheers. Cheers.